Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. Good morning, Beaknicks. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. So, Thanksgiving's coming up. It well, is. It, it is. the, the It's the, stuck up early because it's the fourth Thursday of November. Yeah. But and November we have that had little that. extra Thursday at the beginning of the month. Well, so it feels early. It's not an extra Thursday. It's just the... It's just a regular Thursday that kind of happened early. But there's like a one in seven chance, you know, every year that Thursday won't be at the beginning of the year. And because it was, it just threw the whole thing off. Yeah, well. So, like, now Thanksgiving feels like it's early. But Yeah, no, it just jumps out at you. And, I mean, you know, last year Thanksgiving was, of course, the uh, the site of our greatest uh, defeat. Yeah, but, well. well you, you, you're going to hear us talk about it, and you're going to be like, I should go listen to that one. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> I feel like... That we had fewer listeners back then, so maybe a lot of people have just never heard of that, and we can, like, skirt by like it never happened. Well, it's too late now. I could be wrong, though. Maybe we had more listeners back then, and we lost a lot from that episode, and they're gone forever. I would have stopped, certainly. Yeah, that's, uh, like, rock bottom. Yeah, it wasn't good. But, but so we found ourselves with, um, let's say, no plans again. For the, for the holiday? Yes. And so, I was thinking, what is the stupidest possible thing we could do on Thanksgiving Day? Now, now my thought was, cook a turkey. Right. Because that's something that we don't actually need to do. We're not going to be having sad bachelor Thanksgiving, you know? That, that, that would be sad bachelor Thanksgiving, yeah. though. So it's kind of like, oh, we don't have wives. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But then it hit me. We live in New York City, and what is the thing that happens in New York City that no one ever does but knows about because it's stupid? We go to the parade. We go to the fucking Macy's Parade. How stupid is that? How, is, how insanely we can't not do that stupid is that? That's stupid as fuck. I know. We're totally <laughs> going to do it. We absolutely have to. We are going to do it. If you are listening to this before Thanksgiving, and if you're, you know, a responsible podcast fan, you will be. Yeah. Look for us on the broadcast. Just waving at the camera and making gestures at areas. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to find Al Roker and, like, dance with him or something. Oh, my God, if you can dance with <laughs> Al Roker, dude, yeah. I, I, that, I don't even know what I'll do. Uh, yeah, you're my, you'll be picking up the pieces of your blown mind is what you Exactly. I can't imagine a universe where that happens and the laws of physics stay the same afterwards. By the so way... I don't know how I'll react. If any listeners are, are on the verge of being sad bachelor or sad bachelorette Thanksgiving and uh, are prepared to come join us, do so. Get in touch. Yeah, be in touch. Yeah. Uh, you know how you know, to find us. If you listen to the show, you. yeah, you know how to find us. Yeah. Yeah. And we will meet up with you, and we'll all go to the Roker Dance or whatever, you know, you think is going to happen. Yeah. Now, as soon as you said, let's go to the Macy's Parade, uh -huh. my thought was, fuck that. Let's be the guys who hold on to the balloons. Uh-oh. You know, let's hold the balloon tethers. Let's be the guys in the Garfield suits holding the Garfield balloons, right? Is <laughs> it... Wait, is it is it permissible for the NYPD to like shoot you on sight if you're caught trying to sabotage the Macy's parade? Why do you what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> well, well, obviously you're going to fuck it up. 
Why Obviously, this is no. one of your sinister plans. Okay, look. No. <laughs> I want to do this because I believe in the the, the, the importance <laughs> of, of the balloon-carrying guys, okay? I believe that they have a sacred duty to carry those balloons around, and when those balloons pop, they hang on to those ropes so that the balloon doesn't go into the crowd and smother a bunch of babies and shit, okay? Okay, so you can't even say, I'm not going to sabotage the parade with a straight face. Well, like, I, you giggle halfway through well, because now your, I'm thinking your of all protestation of sincerity. Because now you've given me a bunch of ideas for how to sabotage it. Well, right, because, I mean, you mentioned Garfield's suit, which I don't think the balloon carriers do. They did at some point. So I imagine at some point you're going to be there with, like, let's say five other Garfield balloon handlers, and there's, they're going to be wearing normal like clothes. There's of them. What do you mean five? And what? you're, okay, a hundred guys, and you're the only one that shows up wearing a full-on Garfield-inspired fursuit like some kind of kink party monster. And I just assume you are going to fashion for yourself a big cloth dragus to be bouncing up and down between your legs while you march and doing like pelvic thrusts at the crowd. (laughs) Well, now that you say it, yes, that is obviously what I would do. (laughs) I would obviously make a giant orange Garfield dick and wear it on my Garfield suit. And and because the beauty of that plan, okay, the beauty of that plan is that it's not immediately detectable. Okay, there's a hundred guys in orange cat costumes, and one of them... <laughs> I don't think you're going to be the only one in the costume. Yeah, no, there's a hundred guys in orange cat costumes, right? Okay. And one of them has a giant flapping orange dick. Right. Okay, not you're not ever, not everyone's going to notice that. Not everyone watching on TV is going to notice that. But somebody watching TV at home, one person in a hundred is going to be like, wait a minute, that Garfield has a huge fucking dick. And, and, and regardless of whether it's like a full-on rubber dildo... Or just, like, a big piece of, like, furry felt fabric just flopping in the breeze. Oh, it's going to read as a dick, just because it's on the front of that suit. It's going to be Garfield phallic, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Garfield's phallus, yeah. Right, and you latched onto that idea so fast, it is impossible for me to believe that you, in a fursuit, in public, on in front of TV cameras, in front of families and children, could avoid the temptation of not ruining it somehow. Well... Just not debasing the whole thing the moment the opportunity came along. Look, if if given a choice between defending the integrity of the Macy's Parade, Uh a noble institution of bullshit, and, you know... Publicly thwarting it? Well, not publicly thwarting it, but, you know, publicly slandering Garfield. Okay. I'm going to slander the shit out of Garfield. That's fair. I mean, he's not very funny. He deserves it. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I'm going to definitely, I would definitely walk around in a Garfield suit with a giant flapping dick, given the chance. Yeah. But I looked it up, and uh, the, the privilege of carrying the balloons is, is reserved for Macy's employees and their friends and families and shit. And if I were to go to Macy's and apply for a job, like, right now, uh-huh. I think they'd catch on pretty quick to what I was up to. Yeah, that's fair. You'd probably be on, like, some kind of a watch list. I'm sure that when you start working at Macy's, like, if you start working at Macy's right before Thanksgiving, it's like, we got to put this guy on the do not let him touch the balloons list because he's going to fucking 
wear a dick on his Garfield suit or whatever. <laughs> Some weird bearded man just shows up two days before the parade and is really, really interested in it. Yeah, I'm sure one weird bearded man shows up two days before the parade trying to his way in. I'm sure that's I'm sure I'm the only guy thinking of this. <laughs> I'm sure that all over this great city uh-huh. there are weird men trying to weasel their way into the good graces of the Garfield balloon, the Bullwinkle balloon, the Woody Woodpecker balloon, yeah, what have you. That's plausible. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> but I looked it up and indeed we are not quite allowed that privilege. Mm. We'd have to be doing the working the long con on this one, you know. Mm, mm. We get hired as holiday help in December. Uh-huh. Okay. That's the last person you'd expect to be trying to sneak into the parade. But then we stay on throughout the next year into Thanksgiving and... uh, That's a lot of working at Macy's to, uh, to, you know... It ends with a giant orange Garfield dick, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's what this parade is about now. Fuck everything else. I can't fault your reasoning. All right, well, uh, I guess next week we'll let y'all know how that goes. Um, yeah, no, if we're just, Johnny's not in jail. We're just going to be attending the parade the we're regular just, way. We're just going to go and stand around. I assume it's going to be crowded as shit. We're going to goof on people and their kids, and you know. yeah, because we're good at navigating crowds. You know, that's the thing. Like people, like they talk about how it's hard to punch through crowds and stuff. Uh-huh. But we aren't saddled with with horrible children. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have to. Because you know, I mean, you know, we're going to be just you know zipping through that crowd like bobbing and weaving like ninjas, like man. sexy butterflies, right? Right? right, sure, okay. But but then, you know, the, the the parents, they're all like, you know, pulling on the kid, like, no, Connor, that's what parents say. <laughs> Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what kids' names are. Yeah, that's what all kids are named. Connor. Yeah. That's sad, too, because, like, it's one letter away from being, like, a really cool predator. Like, you know, Condor. Yeah. Condor is awesome. Oh, what's your son's name? Condor, and at recess, he's going to kill your son. <laughs> yeah, like, if I had kids, like, real kids, not cats, Yo. I would name them all after predators. Like, if I have a daughter, her name would be Hyena. And then I, like, I Hyena's have a, a scavenger. And I have, like, another... Well, scavengers, uh, uh, predators, you know, scary carnivores that have, like, dubious intentions is no, the point. Well, okay. Like, if I had another son, I'd name him, like, Cobra, or Python, or something. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, like, uh... It'd be cool. Yeah, no, I see. Like, I'd have, like, a snake and a scavenger-like dog and a a bird of prey would be my kids. Yeah, those... If I had children. Yeah, those kids sound like super villains. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then that would be a crazy family Thanksgiving. Cobra, hyena, python, turkey, or killing, or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Turkey, that's that's the kid you're disappointed in. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant come eat turkey, not... No, I would have a fourth child named Turkey. What I'm saying is, it's unclear. <laughs> it is. You're right. I, uh, this I, is where it falls apart. I ruined myself with my own tableau. Yeah. Okay. Let's roll a topic. Let's let's talk about this week's topic, Josh. Yeah, because otherwise we're just going to be in another Thanksgiving special with fucking Tim Pawlenty and Bradley Cooper. And no, no, no. Tim no. has gone. Yeah. He left. Yeah, and he's not coming back for Thanksgiving. No, he's... He won't be back till the next. That's primary. not foreshadowing. He's actually not. Yeah, at least not till the next Republican primary. So you got a few years. Oh Christ! <laughs> Don't even joke. <laughs> well, we're gonna roll this topic. Yeah, do it. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Dice. Uh, that's 
16. Hey, what's what's topic number 16, Chad? Topic number 16. The Eternal Struggle Between Sleep and Caffeine. Submitted by Nick in Philadelphia, friend of the show. Thanks, Nick. Nick what? has a new album coming out. Yes, he but, does, uh, actually. Yes, we, yeah. we've uh, been following him on the Twitters. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, he, he released a song early. Maybe we'll play that at the end of the show. What the hell? Yeah, we can. Hey, friend of the show, we're going to be playing your song without permission, but, you know, to promote you, to help you. It's a surprise. It is. Yeah. It is, like Garfield's dick. <laughs> exactly like that. So we'll get to that later. Stay tuned. But... Uh, sleep versus caffeine. Sleep versus caffeine. I'm going to say caffeine wins at first. <laughs> I mean, it's a lifestyle thing, right? I mean, ultimately, sleep always wins, but... Here's 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 what I think, okay? There, now, a lot of people have trouble sleeping. Like, you know, you see in commercials for, like, Ambien or Craftmatic sleep number beds, all that shit, right? You see yeah. people tossing and turning and snoring and annoying their spouses and all that stuff. Like, oh, I was up till midnight. I just couldn't get to sleep. That co- that whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I have done in response to that, I used to get insomnia too, okay? That used to be a thing that happened to me. I resolved in my life that I would just stay up and do stuff until I couldn't possibly stay up another minute longer and just Passed out wherever I happen to be. And now I never have trouble sleeping. Because I don't sleep until I can possibly help it. That really does work. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant by sleep always wins eventually. Well, exactly. Exactly. But you can... See, if you're tossing and turning and, like, not getting rest and, like, just sitting there wishing you could fall asleep and not sleeping, that's wasted time. Because you're not resting and you're not doing anything cool. Yeah, you're just bored and angry. That's a waste of time. Why would you be bored and angry when you could be, like, watching cartoons or something? I don't know. At least I get pissed off when in that situation. It's like, oh, I'm in bed. I'm trying to sleep. Oh, I can't. God damn it. Arr. Pull the covers over my head tighter. Doesn't work. No. Nothing happens. No, it doesn't work. It just gets stuffy and sweaty and gross. Yeah. But, like, sometimes before your body forces you to pass out, you want more energy. So you drink coffee. Yeah, and that coffee helps you stay up. Maybe you get some shit done. Maybe you just watch cartoons, like you were saying. <laughs> Some of the best cartoons are on at, like, 1 in the morning. That's that's fair. That's fair. That is when the Metalocalypse is on sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when you get your, like, moral law reruns and stuff. I, I enjoy those. Yeah. But, speaking I of... I don't get Assy McGee so much. I just, I don't see why that's good, but... Whatever. It's not about the asses. No. Okay, no. <laughs> it's about what's on TV in the middle of the damn night uh-huh. that you get to see if you are a caffeine enthusiast, okay? Yeah. Frankly, that's the biggest point in favor of Team Caffeine. And okay. I'm not talking about weird cartoons. I'm not talking about, like, crazy-ass movies that, like, you know, oh, it's midnight, so we're just going to leave all the fuck words in and stuff. Oh, I'm yeah. not talking about any of that, right? Okay. What I'm talking about... Is the greatest piece of late night television ever conceived? That's a that's a tall boast. Yeah, well, it's a boast that the Showtime rotisserie oven is ready to live up to. Okay, <laughs> because the Showtime rotisserie <laughs> oven infomercial is arguably the greatest artifact of humankind's time on Earth. You're talking about in that dead air time between like 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. Absolutely. Okay, go yes. on. When Ron Popeil <laughs> came to a nation and okay. told us that, yes, there has got to be a better way. 
<laughs> okay. Because you love baby back ribs, but don't you hate grilling outside in the snow in giant plumes of black smoke? Sometimes. Which, which is what was the guy was doing. Sometimes it's fun, but it's like fun once a year. But how to get delicious baby back ribs without going out in the snow to grill? I honestly don't know the answer to that question. There's got to be a better way. Yes. There is. Okay. The Showtime rotisserie <laughs> oven. Okay? It sits on your counter, and it's got a little spinny thing inside, and you put meat on it, and it spins your meat around and cooks it. Uh-huh. That's really all there is to it. It's nothing special. <laughs> it's just a small rotisserie oven. It's just a like very, they have at the carnival. It's a small rotisserie oven that you can plug in. It's a countertop appliance. Yeah. It shouldn't be amazing. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is. I mean, really, that commercial could be 30 seconds. It's like, hey, it's a tiny rotisserie oven you can keep in your house. Cool, huh? Okay, buy one. Yes. Yeah. But this but this infomercial right. was <laughs> it was the moment that that infomercials achieved transcendence it was <laughs> the great conjunction of all things infomercial into a single into a single glorious block of paid programming it was the moment when they reached out and touched the face of God, and instead of God, they found the leathery rictus of Ron Popeil leering back at them. Okay? Okay, now, regarding the kind of insane personalities of these weird advertiser creature people... It's like, like, obviously Ron Popeil is a big one. I always think about Matthew Lesko, the guy that dresses like the Riddler, and he helps people get money from the government with his, yeah. those big phone books full of, like, scams or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, I always thought, like, maybe there's, like, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen thing going on with, like, Ron Popeil and Matthew Lesko, right? And then when, when Billy Mays died... Oh. You know? Like, they needed, like, a new, young, energetic guy. Yeah. Right? And maybe they find Uncle Magic, okay? Now, some of y'all out there don't know Uncle Magic, because, like, he's more of a regional thing. He's, like, <laughs> New York area. Yeah. But, like, maybe they get him, and he comes out, he's like, Hi, I'm Uncle Magic! Pa-boom! Yeah. And According like, to his commercials, he's the one who the celebrities call for their kids' parties. Yeah. Look him up if you don't have him on your TV all the time already. But it's like maybe they we pulled do. him in. Yeah. <laughs> He's on a lot. People love Uncle Magic here, I guess. I don't know. People certainly know who the fuck he is. And Vince the Sham Wow guy? He's got to be evil, because he's evil. Yeah, he's like the loose cannon that was a member, and then they had to push him out, because yeah, no, he was, like, they not cool. They didn't push him out, okay? He betrayed them and went rogue <laughs> and started biting off hooker tongues and stuff. Right. Okay, and, and like, so they have to bring him down. But, you know, he's all young and slick and powerful and stuff, and, like... Ron Popeil and, and Matthew Lesko are old as shit, so it's like the Expendables. <laughs> it is. Because it it's just a bunch of creaky old dudes who we can afford to lose. I feel like, well, yeah. I think Ron Popeil is like the Professor X of that group, in a way. He's kind of like old and past his prime, but they still go to him for help to learn about a better way. That's fair. That's the tagline, too. Is like, you know, the League of Extraordinary Television Promoters uh, uh, fighting for a better way. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. Yeah, yeah, like it comes along in like one of those little more you know comments. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of handwork 
in front of the microphone. <laughs> it's pretty special, you, you guys. You can visualize it, okay? It works. It works on a lot of levels. No, but that's brilliant. That is a brilliant <laughs> tagline for this movie. I'm sorry for getting off this topic, but this detour that's occurring right now, uh-huh. this is what happens when caffeine wins. That's true. Yeah. This this shit comes about for when you're not sleeping. Or yeah. from when you're not sleeping. Or just from your when you're wide the fuck awake already, and then you drink two cups of coffee to get amped up for your podcast, and then it's like, hey, where's my brain? It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah. That's, what the, that's the premise of this show. The only reason we have this show is because we thought the world would want to observe this process because it <laughs> happens to us all the goddamn time. It's basically a lifestyle at this point. Yeah, it is. It's a lifestyle. It's a better way. Oh, full circle, except not really. <laughs> not so much. Okay, what I'm getting at here is that I love the Showtime rotisserie of an infomercial, uh-huh. and I don't want to hijack this podcast or this episode any more than I already have with it, okay. but please, for fuck's sake, somebody suggest it. And if you suggest it, bef- like, the sooner you suggest it, the sooner I can fix the dice roll and just do it as soon as we get it. Okay. So. Uh, all right. Because I want to talk about it. For a whole show, and I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, sleep versus caffeine derail this one anymore. Because sleep versus caffeine is actually a really good topic, and I've said enough about the oven for now. If if, <laughs> if there is such a thing as put saying it, enough about the oven, put it back in your pants, Johnny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just put it back. Fine, fine. Tell, tell it for later. Yeah, that's what that's what's happening. Yeah, I love the Showtime rotisserie oven so much. I fuck it. <laughs> Getting back to, like, sleep, though, okay? The other day, all right, this is on, like, a Monday, okay? Okay. I I set my alarm uh, for, like, 7 or 8 in the morning, because occasionally I like to actually have a day, and I the alarm goes off at, like, 8 o'clock, and I turn on the TV, because I'm, like, half awake, and I figure maybe the, the mindless, you know, pablum of the Today Show will, you know, coax me back up into the rest of consciousness. Yes. And so, uh, a car ad comes on. It's for, like, a Toyota Camry or something. I don't even know if they still make those, but in my head it was a Toyota Camry. And they do the... It's a typical ad where they show someone driving a car and enjoying it. And then they bring up the black screen with words that's, like, the name of the car and, like, you know, $30,000 if you buy a new one. Isn't that a deal? And it's like, fuck you. And... Blah, blah, blah. APR. Blah, blah. Yeah, but this time, right... The, the the black screen comes up and the words come up and they just say, You're an asshole. <laughs> like, I'm like it's like out of nowhere. Like I'm I I think to myself, wait, I'm being directly insulted by this Toyota Camry commercial. And it shocks me the west of the rest of the way into a wakefulness that at eight in the morning on NBC regular network television, a car commercial just said Hey, you're an asshole. And then I realized as I woke up, there is no way that could possibly have happened. And it... (laughs) Like, you were in one of those little half-awake states where you're still dreaming but getting a lot of input from from the room. That's exactly it. Because when you don't wake up naturally, sometimes your alarm can knock you straight out of, like, full-on, like, REM dream sleep. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. Like, I still had, like... 
you know, dream mist going on in my head, even though I was technically awake, and my brain, so bored by the concept of being awake and watching this commercial, hallucinated to my eyes that it was insulting me. And then I realized, like, how often does that happen? Like, now I don't trust anything that's ever happened to me. Because at any point, my brain just might make shit up because it's bored. You know what I mean? I mean, like, for all you know, you know, instead of the awesome first half of the show that we did, Mm -hmm. you know, you might have imagined some crazy bullshit where I just talked about infomercials. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe... Or, like, you know, maybe you've been sitting here, you know, talking all by yourself. I've been asleep and just imagining I was participating. And the whole time you were, like, throwing, you know, dice at me at my head or something. Uh, yeah, no, I've been flicking pennies at you and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the time. I don't even notice. Because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, hallucinating more interesting shit. Seriously, when you look in the mirror, there will be a dick drawn on your forehead, so... Wouldn't be the first time. But that, that's my point, though, is, like... Sleep doesn't just win in that your body is an organic robot that occasionally requires you to sleep. It's like sleep can win out over your perception of reality. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? And the and the you can drink as much caffeine as you want to like stay awake and do interesting things and try to sharpen your brain. But sooner or later, you're just going to be like knocked out into, you know, wacky land. Yeah, no. I mean, sleep is absolutely where you are a viking. Yeah. But Sometimes you wake up and you're still a little bit of Viking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no shit. I have actual dreams where I'm a Viking and I'm on adventures with my Viking friends. I had a dream the other night where I was in some kind of crazy Wild West gunfight. And uh, we both shot at the exact same time. Uh-huh. And I hit the guy in his uh, power amulet, which is where it starts to fall <laughs> apart. This is where it starts to fall apart. Yeah. And it hit his power amulet and he died... And dropped all his gear and all the items in his inventory. <laughs> but then he shot me with a gun that makes one of my eyes pop out. So I had to I had to get an eye patch before I could pick up all his loot. Okay. It it stopped being the Wild West at that point. And turned into an RPG. Yeah. Cool. And then and then we had to sell all the gear to buy a terraformer. It was bullshit. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> but because you know, how else are we going to make Mars livable? Right. It all made sense. Yeah, yeah, no, well, that's... So, dreams are cool. So, like, I don't want to... I don't want to just put down sleep. Because if it wasn't for sleep, you wouldn't have amazing dreams where your brain gets to play. Yeah, no, I don't know what my brain was playing there. I think... Frankly, I think the amount of caffeine I had before I fell asleep... Yeah. ...might have helped with the level of just bug fuckery going on there. Because... Well, here's the thing, right? Like, when you have, like, you know how people in the old days would say, like, get eight good hours of sleep, you know, and the sun goes down to when the sun comes up. People still say that, you just don't listen to them. That too. Uh, But go on. I'm just surrounded by fewer people who tell me what I should do. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. An irresponsible one. But no, like, people say get at least eight hours of sleep, and that's when you get, like, your your shallow sleep, and your restful sleep, and then your deep REM sleep, and your whole thing. It's like a life cycle, whatever thing. Yeah. But if you've ever noticed, if you have a lot of nights in a row where you don't get enough sleep, like, your brain needs that, like, deep dreaming sleep so much that it'll, like, pour it on 
Like, you'll have extra of it. So I do that all the time on purpose, right? If I sleep, like, four hours a night every night, all four hours are just really intense, crazy-ass dreams going on. And it's awesome. And then you wake up going, what the fuck was that? Like, every day. Like, I, I don't know if that's a bad way to be or not, but it's kind of cool. And that makes that means you stay awake longer, you do more things, and you drink a lot more caffeine. Yeah. But then you also have more intense... Awesome sleep. That sounds fine. Right? That sounds fine because, again, you know, Vikings and uh, <laughs> Wild West power amulets. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and this is where it starts to fall apart. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, and so... Yeah, that all works. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a hell of a way to be asleep. So I think the answer, Nick, is sleep and caffeine. Lots of it. Yeah, they're not enemies. Yeah. You would take lots and lots of caffeine, so when you do sleep, it's more intense. Yeah, because, I mean, sleeping is one of the things that it's very difficult to, to for people to accept as something that can be intense. It's supposed to be, you know, restful. restful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, what do you do when you're asleep? Oh, nothing terribly intense. You just kind of lay there and go, oh, you know, and snore maybe a little bit. Yeah, but that's that's the that's you can make everything in your life more epic, more like uh, you know adventurous, right? Yeah, it's it's just like when you know Johnny said, "Well, I guess we could make sad bachelor Thanksgiving." And I was like, "No, let's go to the party or let's go to the parade and make it crazy." You just take every boring ass thing in your life and you just embiggen it. Yeah, like, like I just did with that word. That's, uh, that's embiggen not, life. Yeah, I'm not even sure that's a correct use of embiggen, but it. Fucking, it is now. You can even embiggen sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. That's our lesson to you folks. It is. Embiggen. It is. No, that's the lesson. Yeah, okay. I'm good with that. Yeah, no, I got nothing to add to that. You're correct. Okay, so, uh, oh, we said we're going to play a song. Yeah, because uh, today's topic suggester guy, Nick, has has written a song. Um, Yeah. It's... uh, it's from some kind of upcoming project of his where he's doing songs about the planets. Uh, yeah, the, um, well, the, the name of the band is, uh, it's called How I, How I Became Invisible. Yes. And I, th- I, I think that might be like a Trent Reznor thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's just him. Like, it's pretty much him and whatever, like, session people he, like, drags in. But it's basically this guy, Nick, uh, but under the name of How I Became Invisible. And the s- there's an album coming soon. But I don't know when, but you can find it at howibecameinvisible.com and also .bandcamp.com. Same thing. Yeah. Is the first single off that. It's called Earth. Uh, subtitle, we're in this together. In parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're like, we're in the parentheses together. Whoa. Right? This is what happens between the panels. Whoa. <laughs> All right, enjoy the song. To breathe when I open up my eyes to the 
realization that we have wasted all this time. We pass hours into days with no certainty of faith, but all our hands are holding on to all the ways we are still This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.